Welcome back to the Below the Yellow Line podcast, the podcast where me and my co-host Samuel talk the NASCAR Cup Series for hours a week, three days a week, and hope somebody will listen. I'm your host, Emily, joined by... Samuel Stubbs. Beautiful intro, Em. Great job. Thank we, you. We thank you. I got, I got a promotion this week. You did get a promotion. <laughs> you know, we were talking about this literally like five seconds before the show. I said, hey, you know what? Let's roll reverse this tonight yeah, yeah. let's have you I, that be was only my second take. the person who does the intro yeah only the second take you'll never believe it yeah yeah and i i do have the first take i'll probably put that like at the end of the episode in a loop <laughs> reel or upload there. it as a youtube short or something uh but yes welcome back to the below the yellow line podcast you know when this comes out it'll probably be like four hours since our last upload because i uh, we did an episode last night it went through editing uh just torture and uh, now it's finally out on both the spotter and youtube channel uh, and the Below the Yellow Line podcast. Um, but tonight we are going to be doing a short little recap of Chicago because we did a whole episode dedicated to that on Monday. We're going to do a little preview of Atlanta, and it's only a little preview because we have a whole preview coming out on Friday, as we normally do. And by the way, I don't, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned this Monday or last night or not, but Betsy and Cameron, we will be able to see them this weekend, so maybe they'll be able to give us a little taste of what uh, Shaw Town was like. Uh, you know, they're, they're probably still drying off, to be honest. I mean, they're probably not completely dry <laughs> it was yet. a little bit wet there. Just a little bit, you know, only like 13 inches of standing water. You know, a few tires floated away. A guy also broke into the street course Saturday night, so I really hope that wasn't Cameron, but... I know he was at the race risky, Sunday and not behind move, bars. Man. So yeah, I don't I don't even know how he got uh, in. It wasn't him. I saw his uh beautiful American flag outfit. That's so. true. He also doesn't drive a Corvette, so at least no. not that we know of. No. Yeah, if he bought Secret that life. without Betsy's permission, oh my goodness. <laughs> Betsy'd be like no, you gotta like at least tell me so I can yeah. drive it. Exactly. Well, uh, I, as somebody who has ridden with Betsy, I'm not sure I would uh, want her driving the Corvette. <laughs> not that she's not she, safe. She's just she could a little be an more wild. Driver. She's she could got be, the need for speed. Yeah, I mean, she'd probably be better than Danica, to be honest. Talking about Chicago, uh, just gonna move on. Segue there. Good segue. Talking about Chicago, Shane and I, I. Whenever I kept typing stuff like for scripts this week or titles, I kept putting shave. I think I was thinking about Van already and i just kept putting mm, shave van gisbergen so i apologize if that slipped into any uh titles or descriptions but it is shane not shave van gisbergen who is a nascar cup series winner becomes the first driver in 60 years since johnny rutherford at daytona in 1963 to win in their first start that's really impressive that, I mean, it that's really like, is. I mean, obviously, I couldn't go in a NASCAR race. This guy has neither. some racing history. Uh, <laughs> you know, only three championships. Um, but still, that is a huge accomplishment for him. It really is. I mean, it's almost like if you like were a rugby player and you came over to America to play in the NFL and you won like the, the NFC championship in your first season. Like, not quite the Super Bowl, but still like a really big event. Uh, and I heard also from a commenter on our podcast episode the other day that uh, New Zealand or Austra- uh, sorry Australian ratings for this race were the highest ever of any NASCAR race ever broadcast in Australia. New Zealand well, didn't have a way to watch it on television, but he said their ratings probably would have been the highest ever for NASCAR race as well. So they should be the international proud. appeal. Yeah, I mean, they. I know they are proud of their man Shane Van Gisbergen. <laughs> Rightfully so. I'm sure there were some raging parties. Australian and Australians and New Zealanders know how to party. I mean, you know, I, Shane probably went back, you know, to his pet koala, pet kangaroo, you know, pet dingo, and just you know, they had a had a raging party yeah. Sunday night. It was how many hours is Australia ahead in time? Or are they behind? I don't know. I mean, we we say the down under, but 
what's the time? Hold on, I'll find this out. I'll find yeah, this out. Find out what time it find out what I time know it is it's in Australia. Like one of like the farthest away places you can go. Yeah. I that so. I mean I I wonder what because I think they said it was like eleven AM in New Zealand, but I'm not sure how close they are. I'm you know, I'm not a geography person. Uh, but talking about this race, again, we have a full 40-minute uh, recap of the Chicago Street Race. Uh, but I thought it was a good race. I mean, I thought the racing was a lot better than I we thought it would be. I think the event should return. I thought it was a success. Whether Brandon Johnson uh, thinks so is is the biggest question. Whether the city of Chicago thinks so is the biggest question. Uh, do you have an answer for time in Chicago? Like how many hours there are behind us? Like 10 hours. Oh, gosh. Ahead? Okay. Behind. What time? Oh, behind. Hold on, okay. hold on. <laughs> you would think this would be easier with Google these days, but... I know, you know, first world problems, man. <laughs> Maybe it's just my comprehension abilities. It is very possible. I mean, it's very late at night, Emily. I mean, it's like 9 o'clock. Yeah, so there, there's like six time zones in oh, Australia. Funny. So that kind of complicates things. I think I say six. That may not be 100% accurate. <laughs> um... <laughs> We're the number one source of trustworthy information below the LM podcast. They're either like 10 hours behind us or 15 hours ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a very wide range, but it's a lot, basically. I, it, I think in Russia, it's, there's it, like 22 yeah. time zones. So Australia is not like the most time zone Wait, wait. We have, I have one of those world clocks on here. Oh, you do? I think I do, too. Yeah. Can you just hold search? on, hold I don't, on. Can you just search like Sydney? I feel like yeah, that's the capital. Yeah, let's go Sydney. I'm not sure if it's capital or not, but I feel like it's the most well-known yeah, Australian it's tomorrow, city. Yeah, they're 15 hours ahead. Oh, so my So it's gosh. tomorrow, 15 hours. So it's out. It's around lunchtime. They're they're okay. eating a little little chicken on the barbie right now. So yeah, it would have been uh, lunchtime like, there for, Monday For reference, we're filming this afternoon. at 9.40-ish p.m. Yeah. on a Wednesday. You know what so I learned Thursday is that they there. don't actually really say, like, on the barbie there. <clears throat> You know, they, that's not that. really something we say. We, that's we, what you know, we, Americans, we say when we're imitating When we go into Outback Steakhouse. <clears throat> Americans don't Americanize anything, though. Never, ever. Maybe you know, they also, the Bloomin' Onion. I also know they don't say shrimp, either. They call them prawns over there. They oh, use, yeah. like, the sailor accurate. I forgot shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, I shrimp on the barbie. Yeah. And a Bloomin' Onion. A Bloomin' Onion is just, like, a fried onion is the most Australian thing you can Gosh. You know, along with some fried koala. <laughs> that actually sounds really terrible. Oh, Koalas are so cute. I can't imagine kangaroo. Eating. Oh no! Not now. I'm thinking about Rue. You know, from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> now I'm sad. Darn I know. It, Isn't it so cute that the mama's name is Kanga and the baby's name, name is Rue? Oh my goodness! This has turned into like a a, a Disney Disney fawning episode. Let's make a Disney podcast. That you are, should make are, you and you and your sister should make a Disney podcast. I am somewhat knowledgeable. I'm not knowledgeable enough to make a full blown show about it. Listen, I don't think, but I could. I mean, you our could teach fans me. know that I am not the most knowledgeable for NASCAR. Disney, though, I got this. That's true. Hey, I mean, if you do, you know, we could like sponsor each other. You know? <laughs> we could sponsor each other. <laughs> I feel like Disney is not near as much of a niche. I would as need you NASCAR. to be my editor, poster, whatever. I, I could do that. I would do that. I may require a small fee of like two cents per episode because I'm kind of in episode. need of some income right now. Um, just I'm, like the city of Chicago is in need of some, well, I don't know if they're really in need of income. I don't have access to their financial records, but I think that is one thing the Chicago street <laughs> race really hinges on is, uh, financially. How good is it for the city of Chicago? We're going to talk about this with Betsy and Cameron later in the week, M. First of all, 
what were your thoughts on the actual race itself? Shane Van Gisbergen gets the win. Do you think the racing was good? Do you think the race was a success? And uh, do you think it should come back? Uh, you know, yes or no? And why or why not? I know it's a lot in one question. Yeah, but. yeah. And we talked a little bit about this in our episode that was just posted today. Um, but here's the deal. Was it the best race in the world? No. Was it some good racing and enjoyable to watch? Yes. Um, kind of cool that, like, an outsider came in and won. That adds a little, mm-hmm. like, spice to it. Mm-hmm. Um, should they have it again? I say yes. I discussed how I would prefer they kind of move the cities around and Samuel kind of put his take into that, that logistically that mm-hmm. would be difficult. Yeah. Great idea, just logistically hell. <laughs> Listen, I don't have to worry about the logistics, That's so true, I can give don't. my you opinion not and not NASCAR. care about that. that <laughs> but very true. they're going to do what they want to do anyways. That's true. Um, so, yeah, I think it was a pretty cool race. I do, too. And, you know, do you, what do you think is the biggest aspect in it coming back? Like, is it is it money? Is it citizen reaction? Is it just purely gross politics? Like, like what is it? I mean, there has to be some soul denominator I feel here. like at the end of the day, the people making the decisions, it's probably more like how much of a pain was it for them <laughs> and how much of a pain is it worth? Yeah. So whether that's the city of Chicago people, whether that's the NASCAR people, because putting on a street race, hello, that's a lot of work and a, and a lot of money to do that. What what was the worth to them? You know what I yeah, mean? Absolutely. So, yeah. I think the one thing, and I'm going to go too in-depth on this, I do want to talk about this a lot with Betsy and Cameron, though, is like how... How many things were allotted to go wrong this past weekend? And I said this on Monday night. I feel like this is a thing that, you know, you know the phrase, don't knock it till you tried it. You know, I feel like all our moms use that on us when we refuse yeah. to eat broccoli as a kid. This, obviously, this is much more than getting your child to eat vegetables. This is a multi-million dollar investment for both Chicago, Illinois, and NASCAR. Um, but, you know, how many mistakes, how many mulligans, per se, was NASCAR given this weekend? So I know the rain, the flooding, I talked about this on Monday. I said, NASCAR, I feel like with this administration kind of openly saying, you know, we don't love this race. We don't love this idea. You know, not much could go wrong. And I feel like not much did go wrong that was under NASCAR's jurisdiction, like concerts getting canceled because of, you know, literal floods. Yeah, yeah, um, you everything can't control was I that. Like out of their hands. You can't control that, but I don't think the city, especially, you know, politicians who are setting their ways are going to necessarily care about that if uh, if they get their way. And again, you know, I'm not going to pretend like I'm, you know, a, a political person or that I know the ins and outs of politics. I don't. My grandmother does. I should probably get her on the... No, I'm kidding. That'd be a terrible idea. That would... Oh, man. That would split our audience up so much. There'd be a does full out... listen? Uh, I don't. Well, she does. Hi, you know, Nana, if she. You're listening. Yeah. Hi, Nana. How are How are you doing? You know, she listened <laughs> on Saturday. She, cause you know, she's. I mean, great. You know, awesome person. Obviously, salt of the earth. But she's one of those people that just like takes everything that her grandchildren does so seriously. She's like, very proud of you. Like we could eat a piece of cheese, and she would say that like we're the most grateful person ever to eat a piece of cheese. <laughs> and you know, I, I, uh, I that's she listened. Exactly. Right? That's their. Let's. Like, that's their literal job description as handed down by God. Um, but she was listening to an episode on Saturday, and I came down the stairs. And I, I, I hate, I cannot stand when people listen to my stuff in front of me. A, because it's embarrassing. B, because I see all the mistakes I made, and I'm like, oh, crap. Uh, or if it's something from, like, three years ago, and I look like I'm nine years old, and my voice sounds the part. And I'm, oh, my gosh. I look so terrible in 2020. I was watching Quarantine Midweek Mayhem the other day. Oh, I was hideous. Um, but, I don't even want to know because I <laughs> was involved. We were, we were all in quarantine for like 
three months at that point. It's okay. And listen, but, we were like not even like publicly out there with our podcast. Yeah. We well, the really, podcast didn't exist. Podcast with the didn't YouTube exist. channel. Yeah. Um, and then I think once we did, we had like 10 subscribers in a month. So I it was, was just so kind of like we were just rogue because. We were so rogue. We had no clue what yeah. we were doing. Oh, it's so cringy to go back and watch that. But anyway, she was she was listening to one of our my episodes and I just, I put in earbuds. I was like, man, I love you. I'm not trying to be rude by putting in these earbuds. I just can't stand listening <laughs> To my own voice. So I turned the Braves up on full volume and, and just <laughs> refused to listen to myself talk. Um, but anyway, yeah, I feel like politics are going to play a large role. Um, you know, I feel like, like Cameron said, you know, ultimately, and this is a generalization, a wide, wide, uh, uh, broad top. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Uh, but if it is beneficial to the city of Chicago, I think it will return. And if they deem that it is or it's not, that's where the decision uh, is ultimately going to come from. I did see though, M, and this makes me, I pay attention to TV ratings every week, but this made me so happy. TV ratings, we averaged 7.95 million viewers. The race peaked at 5.4. So 5.4 million people were watching Shane Vanguard's version Take the Checkered Flag. That is almost twice the population of Arkansas. So just put it in perspective. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. And, you know, I was looking at the, like, the actual, so TV ratings are literally just, like, what percent of people are, look, I say TV ratings, I really mean the viewership numbers, but ratings-wise, 9%, and it's not going to sound like a ton, mm -hmm. but 9% of the televisions that were turned on in Chicago were watching the Chicago Street Race. So if we can, uh, can you Google population of Chicago real quick for assembly? Um, I, and again, not everybody in Chicago is going to have their TVs on. I know there was a Cubs game happening at the same time in Wrigley. Uh, I know there was a White Sox game. Uh, first pitch happened about midway through the race. Okay, 2.697 million. So say maybe like 800,000 TVs were turned on. And I, it, it was definitely less than that. But just say for, for the sake of a round number, that's a little less than 80,000 people in a very large city watching your race. That's about the attendance of most NASCAR races. That is a pretty solid number. Um, but, you know, again, I was saying, you know, I know people, my sister has, has, a, has a friend whose parents lived in Chicago for like four months and they were watching just because of the interest. So I think in terms of drawing in new fans, uh, this absolutely was a, uh, a success in both TV numbers and, uh, and fan uh, turnout. But I thought the race was good. Uh, first time winner. And we only have like six minutes before, you know, we can't record anymore because uh, storage issues. But going to Atlanta, going to the high banks of new Atlanta Super Speedway. Um, I'm not, we're not going to actually talk about the points tonight. We'll actually do that on Friday. So tune into the Friday episode to do that. Uh, Cup Preview Friday every weekend here on Spotter Sand YouTube channel and on the Bolivia Line podcast. Um, going to Atlanta, Joey Logano won there in the spring. He would not mind a win right now. Um, kind of stuck in purgatory. I mean, you know, he'll have a few good runs here and there, but uh, Ford also probably their best race of the year here. Swept the stages, won the race. So Ford looking for a pick-me-up. Going to a super speedway, which as a Bubba fan, I'm excited for. As a Denny fan, Emily, I think you should definitely be excited for super speedways. Definitely excited. Super speedways, great track for him. And I'm seeing here, we are going to Atlanta. I mean, the birthplace and home of not only your favorite soft drink, Emily, but also uh, the uh, the sponsor, the colors that will adorn Denny's car this weekend. A beautiful Coca-Cola uh, red and white paint scheme. Um, going to Atlanta, super speedway race. Who are your, uh, before we actually make our poll and win picks, who are your... You know, three, four guys to watch out for this weekend. So I'm always watching Denny, but especially this week because this could potentially be mm -hmm. a good race for him. Um, I know yesterday we did our um, podcast show about 
grading some drivers, and I was kind of a poo-pooing on Chase Elliott. <laughs> but it could really, it really could yeah. be a race Yeah, I mean, he won race this race a year ago. Yeah, And yeah. Home, home track, too. And then Motivation. someone else to keep their eye on, William Byron. Mm-hmm. Obviously top runner this season. Mm-hmm. It's got a history there. Mm-hmm. It could be him. Yeah, won the first race at this new Atlanta Super Speedway. And then Hendrick has actually won... Did they win? They won both of them last year, so they are two for three there. Um, any underdogs? I mean, I feel like at a super speedway, it's hard to name an underdog because everybody, anybody really can win there. But I would like call Denny underdogs? an underdog. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, boom, roasted Denny. You boom gave him an A-minus. You gave, you're giving an A-minus guy. A, you call an A-minus guy an underdog now? Listen, high expectations. These man. Good grief. Your, uh, your grading system is interesting. You also gave Kyle Busch a B. Then again, I did give Ty Dillon a Z, so I don't know if I can really be called. <laughs> and you I don't know uh, if I can went call after, who do you go after, Ryan, Ryan Priest? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to clip that short tonight after I'm done editing the podcast. Clip the short, or clip the uh, clip, rather, of me just trashing Ryan Priest. And I, I was way too harsh. I apologize, Ryan. But it was man, it, He had a bit got of a caught up in the heat of the moment. Funny. It's uh, okay. Like a, a, the best 40-second tirade in YouTube history. Plenty of people go. have said nastier things to, to a lot of people, so I don't feel too Including bad. us. <laughs> Including us, yeah. Um, but anyway, the big guy I'm watching as far as an underdog is Corey LaJoy. Fourth here in the spring, got blocked by Chase Elliott last year in, uh, in the summer race. Um, obviously, Bubba, uh, only 15 points in the playoffs. I'm getting a little uh, nervoso about Bubba, so if you could win this weekend or just have a good run, that'd be great. I think you have a right to be nervous. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, man, I'm sweating bullets over here. I'm not sure if we're going to get to watch this race together. Maybe. We hope so. Maybe we hope so. Likely, well, I, I'm not going to say likely. I know. We can bribe some people, right? Can't we, can't we bribe people so we can watch this race together? I think some people can be bribed and some cannot. <laughs> that is true. We will do our best. But even if we don't, we'll have coverage all weekend, obviously. Obviously. Yes. Um, but yeah, we should get to watch like maybe the trucks or Xfinity together. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. At least one of them. Yeah. Hopefully cup. Hopefully cup. We will do our we're best to bribe people. We will do our best to bribe people. We will break the, we'll not, no, we're not going to break the law. Right? We just gotta, we just gotta get through Sunday. What time is the race? Uh, it's a night viewers? race. Oh, that may hurt us. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if we can bribe people. But anyway, even if we can't, of course, we'll have coverage and, you know, we'll be, you know, I'll, we'll have like a 50 text chain going on about who wrecked who and, you know. Absolutely. And sure, well, you know, I mean, you go to church at like four o'clock in the afternoon, so you should be back in time to see the race. So I'll be here. Oh, yeah, you will be. Never mind. You go to, yeah, you go to church early here. Yeah. You go to church normally like what, 345? Some ridiculous time in the afternoon. One. Oh, one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's just, that's odd to me. This generation, man. Gosh. This generation. I say as I'm, really I'm of a younger generation. Who is your win pick to win the Quakers? Okay. This, let me just nitpick here. This race name is stupid. I'm fine with the Quaker State 400, but the Quaker State. Is it like Four, Quaker Oats? No, it's, it's a motor oil. Uh, but Quaker State 400 available. Like oats better. <laughs> it's the Quaker State 400 available at Walmart. What they're saying is that Quaker State motor oil is available at Walmart, but it just sounds weird. Why can't they just call it, like, presented by Walmart? Wait, Not can I see that in writing? Available at Walmart. Yeah, let me, yeah. Uh, schedule. Quaker State 400 available at Walmart. Yeah, that's not right. That's stupid. Okay. Oh, by the way, last little thing here before we give our picks. How I'm do you gonna pronounce? I'm going to go to Walmart and get some Quaker shit. Actually, I'm going to make some oatmeal cookies in honor of the race this weekend. How do you pronounce oil? Oil. Oil? I'm going to go to the store and buy some oil. I say oil when I'm like. Well, if I'm to speak like real formally. talking, I'll be like, the oil. The oil. Oil. 
But we're a little, we're a little redneck. <laughs> what? No, us? No way. We're not redneck. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it's like such a thing. Cool. Yeah. For people in the south to just, cool. it's, it's all. But, That's gonna yeah, sound like so great. Like when you ask me how this, I say it, I say it well. Who is your win pick for the quicker state four hundred available at Walmart? I also I, say four hundred. I never say hundred. I say hundred. Hundred. H u n n e r d. Hundred. I hate to. I hate to. I hate to. But William Byron. Oh wow. Okay. I I don't hate this. Uh, well, I'm not gonna pick Bubba. Never mind. That that would be cheating. Um, uh, give me Logano. I don't know why. I just feel like he needs a win. I feel like he's oh, gonna he get it. Oh, he needs it. Is he gonna get it? No. Nope. Oh dang! Okay, Ooh, well, burn. oh burn. Well, I don't know if that's a burn so much as a prediction that you will be wrong on. Anyway, next episode of the show will yeah, it'll be Friday either, either way. So preview show on Friday. We're gonna talk to Betsy and Cameron hopefully this weekend, and then Monday to recap Atlanta again. Hopefully we can watch together. But even if we don't, there'll be plenty of coverage over on the Spotter Stand YouTube page. So if you're already on the Spotter Stand YouTube page, well, you're already there. Go check out the Blow the On Podcast One All Image Podcast platforms. If you're just listening on a podcast platform, go check out the Spotter Stand YouTube channel. That's the Spotter Poshvia Stand. You can also email us below the LM podcast at gmail.com. We got 14 seconds, Emily. Say Woo! anything you want to. Click all the buttons, like, subscribe, and comment down below. Thank you and goodbye. Oh, okay. Goodbye, everybody. We will see you later. Adios.